live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I am Rachel Cruz and co-hosting today with my good friend and fellow Ramsey personality, George Camel. And we are here to take your calls, America. It is a free call anywhere in the country, which it's been a free call for a long time, George. When are we going to start charging, Rachel? We kind of hoped Inflation's killing us. That's like a 2000. And if you remember having to pay for long distance calls when that was a thing, you would appreciate that. But it it is a call. Any call in the country at 888-825-5225. And we will answer your money questions, relationship questions, questions about work. We are here to talk to you. So first up, we have Portia in Houston, Texas. Hey, Portia, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Rachel. Hi, George. Love your book, Breaking Free from Jet Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's a good shout out. How can we help you today? Yes. So... <clears throat> I just graduated from school um, in December, and I feel like I'm late with everything. So I have, of course, debt, and I'm just trying to find, like, the proper time to purchase my house. When I did the numbers, when I worked the numbers, it appears that, based on my income, I will be able to pay my debt off in about two years. So my car, I only have, like, two major debts, which is my car and my student loans. My car is 14.5K remaining, and so I'm paying that off. I'll be done paying that off in April. Um, Yay. Yeah. So excited. That's great. (laughs) And my student loans is Mm. $134,000. What's your degree in? It's um, my master's in finance and investment management. Okay. And do you have a job? Did you get one out of school? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, how much are you actually, making? Uh, 166000 a year. Good for nice. you, Portia. That's awesome. Thank you. So what's your question today? So when I pay this off, because I'm all for it, I'm disgusted by debt. Like, I am not interested. So I'm past. I cut up my credit cards. I'm done. Woo. I just want to know, I don't have any kids yet. And so I, and, and I am getting married too soon. Oh, congratulations. I just want to know, like, thank you so much. I just want to know, like, when is, will it be a proper time to pay for a house or do I rent? Like, George, I've heard you speak on, like, you know, don't get caught up in the whole, well, where my kids are going to be, you know, we're, you know, thinking family, the big yard, the whole nine. And yeah. A townhouse, renting a townhome can be, so I'm thinking in my situation, is that the direction? Because I'm thinking about my age. How old are you? 35. I'm 35. Oh my goodness. Ancient. Throw in the towel, pack it up. Portia, it's it's over. It's over. You know, (laughs) life is Rachel hit her prime (laughs) about 24 and it's been downhill since. (laughs) But no, Portia, we're kidding. You have so much time. You're doing great. But I know compared to your peers, you're seeing people in their 20s. They're like, well, I should own a home by now. But also you had a different journey and you got a master's and you got further education and you had debt. And so it's okay that, you know, you're delayed with this dream, but don't do what most people do, which is go buy a house while you have a giant pile of debt, while you're trying to invest, while you're trying to do everything else in life. Yeah. When are you getting married, Portia? I'm getting married this summer. This summer. Okay. That's great. And what's kind of, what's his status? Like, do you guys know where you want to live? Do you, um, yeah, are you guys on the same page with all of that? 
Yeah, well, he has no debt. He's never financed a car. He's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I like this guy he already. Sounds like a winner. <laughs> so, what will you? Do you know what yeah. his income is, or are you not there yet in the relationship? I hope so. They're engaged. Um, you never know. We're, we've been together for years, so okay. Um, his, and he, yeah, he he makes seventy two thousand a year. Okay, so you'll have a household income of over two hundred k this summer. Yeah, which is going yeah. to speed up your debt payoff process. Yeah, if he's the man, I yeah, hope. That's right. I hope he is. Which is, we're going to clean up our yeah. mess now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, so, he encouraged. He's very encouraging. So yeah. let's play this out. By April, the student loans are gone. You get married in the summer. You're attacking the student loans. And when do you think it'll be paid off with all that factored in with his income? Uh, and maybe his savings. Who I knows? Did, he may come in with a hundred yeah. grand in savings and be able to wipe out your debt. True. Um, well, I when I did the math, I I know I could pay my car off quick, like in three months. I'm already on track with that. Um, so I, I'm paying like twenty five hundred every two weeks to pay that off. Great. It's so like five grand a month um, you're throwing at debt. Yes. Okay. And now the student loans, it does well. The student loans is one hundred and thirty four thousand, and I think it'll take me about two years because I decided to live on just maybe thirty percent of my income from, yeah. to pay it off. Yeah, quickly. and that's great. And, and Portia and I, honestly, with you guys getting married, combining incomes, and like George said, him bringing any anything into the into the marriage, you guys get you'll pay it off faster. I really do believe that. So whether it is you guys combining and being on the same team, or even just you, I mean, I just I, I can already tell from this call and the tone of your voice, I'm like, you're going to do this quickly and probably faster than you even realize. So yeah, I think once you're out of debt, I would build up a strong emergency fund of three to six months of expenses, and then by that point, I mean, yeah, you and him, I think you guys really look and say, okay, you know, where, where do we want to live? What is this one? What do we want to, you know, where, what part of Houston do we want to be? Do we want to do a townhome since we don't have kids right now? Do we, and can we maybe afford something more? And that's what we choose to step into. So I think it's totally up to you guys. I think I would stick with that formula though, of your, of your payment being no more than 25% of your take-home pay. I think that's where it gets a lot of people and, and really, you know, you guys together look, but I think it's going to be sooner than what you think, Portia. And I think that's the best next step for you all is to save up that down payment. And if, um, does he own a home now? No. Okay. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we say for a year or two and get that down payment saved up. And that may be four years from now, you guys get into this house, but you're going to do it with so much peace and patience and equity that it's going to be a blessing instead of a burden. Yeah, that's right. Well, Portia, I appreciate um, that because yeah, go go ahead. Because family can stress. I was going to say I appreciate that because family can. We ain't going to get a house. Uh, I know you got to turn that volume down. They don't pay your bills, Portia. That's the problem. If they did, that'd be great. Say great. You go get me a house then. If you want me to have one so bad, (laughs) right? Right. So that's the problem is avoiding all the pressure. That's the hardest part of this whole financial mess. Yes, and I think people, you know, they say that from one element of like establishing roots and having your place. But also from a financial standpoint of, yeah, once you get in, you're building equity and it's, you know, it's good for your overall financial picture. But Portia, you guys are going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to get a house when it's best for you guys. You're going to both be investing. You make insane money. You make great money, over 200. And so you guys will start investing consistently. You're going to build, you know, I really think a great, a great financial life together. And the fact that he has such great common sense with money and already such great money habits from what you've said, uh, I think you're gonna you're gonna do great. So here, George and I, as your friends, patience is you're fine. You're good without buying a house, pay off that debt, get a good emergency fund down payment, 
and you're good to go. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We are taking your calls. And up next, we have Seth in New Orleans. Hey, Seth, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. How can we help? Well, I mean, not to be too long with it, but 2018 uh, rolled around and uh, Dave came out to church nearby my house and uh, went and listened to him talk. And, you know, I've been broke and working hard and uh, decided that I'd follow him and be working hard, not broke. And uh, over the last couple of years, I've worked real hard and put a lot of, you know, seeds in the ground. And this uh, holiday had some of my family over and I have a new property and some some new space. And they wound up, uh, you know, asking about the mortgage. We're working on some land and we're asked about the mortgage. And, you know, I just kind of said, I don't have mortgage on the property. And then, uh, you know, one thing came to another and we, it came out that we had, a lot more money than my family had ever thought you could have. And it, it's caused quite a bit of, quite a bit of a humdig around the, mm. the, the family. So, so have they asked you for you money or are they that? just upset and envious that you don't have debt and you're not strapped with payments? Oh yeah. No, all, yes, sir. all of it. Yes, sir. Oh, man. So they straight up said, Hey, you're doing pretty well, boy, aren't you? You got any of that money laying around for us? Like, was it joking or was it pretty serious? No, I mean, we went out for, uh, we have a mess of kids, you know, and so we went out one night for something and, and the ice cream was there. And I was like, oh, you know, you told my kids grab ice cream, whatever, kids grab ice cream. Wound up getting ice cream forever, which isn't a big thing anymore. And, uh, you know, like, oh, it must be nice, you know. And then the next night they were saying, you know, we're going out to dinner. And my wife was, oh, only went to dinner, family over. So I was like, oh, just the two of us will go out. And they're like, oh, you got us. You can go too, da, da, da. But no, I do not. I do not have you. So there's there's uh, assumptions and entitlement oh, no. now of like, well, he'll cover it because he's doing pretty well, so the he should cover it. Yeah. And is this your yeah, direct then, parents? Like everyone, who who in, who's involved here? Everyone. Yeah. No. Everyone asked throughout the course of the two weeks after that. You know, they found out about aunts, like, uncles, cousins, different. Yes, sir. All the wow. above. Phone calls and everything. Goodness gracious. It's like you won the People lottery or something, woodwork. but it's yeah. taking you. How much money do you guys actually have? A lot. Uh, I mean, I don't know a lot for everyone is. Uh, a lot for what I thought. We, uh, you know, my wife and I picked up, we stopped whining and started working, which is kind of our joke to us. And uh, I don't know, we put some things together. And right now I think um, we did our net worth at the end, beginning of the year, and it was about right under four, four million. Oh, and, my uh, goodness. That's great. That is amazing. Our, How old are you two? Yeah. My, I'm 37. We're 37. So that's you know. incredible. And this is mostly your family, yeah. not hers. No, her her family doesn't know. And and they're, I mean, you're like they're, they're not going people. to. They're We're not telling people. anybody else after this debacle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, they're good though. They're all square. They're not. They're not my side. <laughs> they're, yeah, they'll be like, oh, good for you. Are, is Where your are family local, Seth? Do you guys have like day to day interaction with them? 
Not so much right now, but yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, but they're local, and you guys usually would like kind of do life together. Yeah. You did you do dinners together? Like it, they're a part of your rhythm in life. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hmm, Seth. It's about, to, it's about to get uncomfortable. How do you, how do you feel? Are you like pissed about it, or are you confused with it? Are you? Do you feel bad? Like what? What's your overall emotion? Well, I was, I was upset the first night, and so I ended up calling everyone together the next night, and I was like, listen. My responsibility is to take care of my wife and my kids, and I'm going to do that. And I, I, I told them I would put them through FPU, you know. And I wrote a list of all the books I read. I mean, I picked up majority of all the books, and uh, the library's free, you know. And so I was like, I tell you all the books I read. You can read those, you know. I'll tell you what I did. Around, They're not interested you know? in that's, learning. Well, no, it's pretty bold, Seth. The yeah, next I'm proud night, of you. I was expecting us to have like a conversation about saying about you. You just did it the day after. So then, how do they respond to that? Yeah. They asked for, for you to pay for their dinner, I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and they're like, well, if you don't have it or you don't want to share, you know, and it, it was just a lot of guilt. And so I've been wrestling with it for a couple months now, and I was listening to y'all's show, and I was like, yeah, well, I should probably just call and say, hey, y'all, I mean, you guys have money. I don't have a lot of people in my life to have money. So, you know, I have new friends, I guess, but it's hard to say, you know, to your brother looking at you, and like, hey, I know. You got ten thousand dollars for a business. Like I don't have ten thousand dollars for your business. I'm sorry, that's <laughs> not uh-huh. what I have. I, uh-huh. Yeah, I can this is not Bank of it, Seth, but I'm not there. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah. you, you've approached this with a lot of tact and wisdom and maturity, which I applaud you for. And the fact they're even willing to have the hard conversation tells me that there is hope here. But it may take a few of these conversations mm-hmm. and enough times to where they get the hint. And you know what? That might hurt these relationships. These people may not want to hang out and go to dinner because they have some own resentment that they, you know, some poison they've been drinking. Yeah. And so I don't want that to be a reflection on you. And it's going to be painful in some of these situations, but you have to do what's right for your family. And you can't let this generosity turn into requirement because that takes all of the joy out of it. Yeah. And Seth, and and just so you know, and I know you probably know this but just to say it out loud like you've done nothing wrong right and i feel like what can happen is they can pin you in a corner where you feel like suddenly if you don't do something you're doing something wrong because yeah do you have the means yeah you guys do but you're an adult and you get to decide what you do just like what you told them what you your responsibility is to you and your family and what you do beyond that is up to you but by you existing with this money, that is not a wrong. You're not. You're not in the wrong. And I feel like sometimes you can feel like, oh my gosh, I've done. I've, I'm the one that's done something that's not good or not okay. And so just remember that that you haven't done. You haven't done anything wrong. And the truth is, and George said it, but it probably, sadly, will create a divide. And I wish that wasn't the case, but I feel like they've proven themselves after you set a pretty strong boundary and were, were very honest and clear. They chose to overstep that boundary and ask you to pay for dinner <laughs> that night. So I think you have to have a realization too, and and you probably already have, but you and your wife stick together as a team and just realize, oh my gosh, sadly, they they don't have the maturity to handle this part of your life that that you brought them into, right? By sharing this information. Um, and that's sad because it it may end up causing a divide and stronger boundaries that you're gonna have to set. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. The, the thing that I kept pushing for was like, they could do it too. You know, like, yeah. that's what was hard. My heart was, and I'm not trying to withhold from them. I'm trying to, you know, like I, I'll walk with you. I'll tell you exactly how I did it. I wrote it all down. You know, I, I'll keep my budgets in paper. You know, I can tell you how I did it. 
And yeah, there's a lot of luck and a lot of things, but you know, you, you, we could do it together. Like I'll help you, you know? And they're just, no, I'm not interested in working. I mean, they used to make fun of me in the beginning when I said, Oh yeah, I was going to follow Dave Ramsey. And they're like, no, don't, don't do that. You know, that's not going to make you any money. I was like, all right. I mean, he seems to like his wife and his life. I want to do that too. You know? Like, let's, yeah. Let's yeah that's, and that was my heart. So, I was like, they're not interested in learning. Entitlement no. runs far away from work. That's generally how it goes. And so I love the old quote. I think it's a Maya Angelou quote. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And if they show their character, that this relationship is based on transactions and your forced generosity, then it's not a relationship. And they're choosing to opt out of that relationship if that's how they see you. And so the hardest part about all this is you grappling with the emotions of that. It has nothing to do with them. Yeah. It's you feeling like really I'm hard. not the bad guy here because they're going to gaslight you and go, man, I, you're evil. I can't mm-hmm. believe that. You're so I, you're so stingy after everything we did for you. Remember when you were five and I took you? There's going to be all kinds of things that bubble to the surface now. Yeah, that's what my, you pretty much nailed what my dad said. Yeah, 100% hit him right on the head. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, it, was, it was an odd conversation. It's an odd place to be. But, you know, I, I don't know. I was thinking that maybe maybe the best course would be, you know, bend the knee a little bit and just, Best course yeah, is, I, was gonna, uh, I don't I was gonna, flee the country and change your name, but let's not do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Go into the witness yeah, right. yeah, the right course is have the hard conversations <laughs> as many times as you need to, and then you need to draw the line and say, listen, we've talked about this several times. This is where I stand on it. I love you guys, but our relationship can't be based on transactions. Yeah, and again, they're choosing this. Like, that you haven't done anything. You've just done the hard work for five, six years. Seth is a good man. I know. And, and and this is what is being exposed in them. And you can't control them as much as your heart is so good and pure and wanting that. You just, can't. And I think it's going to be, it's going to continue to create that divide. And you're you're going to continue not to want to let them into your life, which is so sad with family. So I'm so sorry, Seth. I hope you feel encouraged, though. You're doing good. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. There are a lot of things that you need to remember when the winter, when the weather is cold. Thankfully, Neighborly has a free winter maintenance checklist that can help save you time and hassle. Check out neighborly.com slash Ramsey. That's neighborly.com slash Ramsey. Today's question comes from Brittany in Nevada, or is it? Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Nevada. Are you sure? I don't think it is. Now I feel bad for everyone. It's Nevada. That's what it is. No, it's Nevada. 
Brittany asks, my sister only makes around 25000 a year and recently found out our mom took out a credit card in her <gasps> name, which has a balance of $2,000. No. Our mom habitually has no money, and I don't see a world where she will pay this debt off. I ran a credit report, and as far as I can tell, she does not have one in my name. I make $72,000 a year and have been thinking about saving up to pay this debt so it's not hanging over my sister anymore. Is this a good idea, and how do we close this account? Oof. Man. Well, there's a lot going on here. Most of it's relational. Only part of it's financial. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's illegal. She stole her identity. It's fraud. And so, I mean, and I know people don't always... I mean, and it's hard to take legal action on $2,000. And it mean? against your mom. That she, makes yes, things extra yes, awkward. Yes, yes, I'm like... Um, and so... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so what you would do is, yeah, you to in order to close the account, you have to have it paid off, paid in full... Then you close the account. Um, and then I would put, you know, as much protection around all of your crediting as possible. I would possible. freeze every account with all three credit bureaus immediately. And just making sure that, yeah, no one, especially her, but but also having the conversation with her. Like, she needs to be confronted Absolutely. that this happened. You guys have the knowledge of it. I mean, and I'm like, and, I, and you hate to threaten someone, but I'm like, you you literally stole my identity and took out money in my name to somebody that makes $25,000 a year. And so going forward, it's like, if you if you continue to have to have a legal action against me, I'm going to have to process, like, we're going to have to move forward with something harsher, mom. And so I don't know, again, $2,000 for some people, they would go ahead and like do as much as they could by the law to get this stopped because I guess she could get, re right, if it's considered... If it's considered fraud, yeah, she reports it and says, she hey, this was not She won't have to pay name. it. But then, the, but, and again, in some like world where you're like, yes, justice needs to be served. But then in the real world, I'm like, it's $2,000 and how much you're going to pay a lawyer to do everything. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, my first go would be contact the credit card company, say, hey, this is fraud. This was not a purchase I made and have them try to reverse that. And secondly, uh, like Rachel said, I would close this account, pay it off. And if the sister wants to do that as a gift, which it sounds like Brittany's wanting yeah, to do that, that's yeah. very sweet. Yeah, I That's a one-time thing and go, hey, I'm going to cover this and we're going to fix this and freeze all of your accounts with all the credit bureaus so this and never happens her, again. Yeah. And then confronting mom is, the piece, is the, another piece of this. Yeah. And helping sister get her income up. That to me is another glaring problem outside of this, but right, making right. $12 an hour is not sustainable. Long term for an adult, for long term. Yes, so. yes. And we don't know how old she is or what her situation is. But yeah. um, she may be sixteen for all we know. I have no idea. That's but so hard. And that's become a, a card. and it's become a common thing, George. Like we're seeing more and more of this. Of, I'm seeing it on TikTok and Instagram, and people are going, "Oh, open a card in your kid's name. Add them as add them as an authorized user at yes. three years old, so they yep. have great credit when they graduate." And then. You tank your kid's credit accidentally or maliciously. When life happens and a pandemic hits Ugh, and you get strapped gross. for cash and you have to go make dis financial decisions that are not wise in a crisis and your kid's name is attached to it. And so, again, yeah, we're seeing like, but that in and of itself, is that legal? That's not, I mean. To add them as an authorized user? Yeah. That's legal, but opening yeah. one in their name no, is No, no, illegal. that's illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, yeah. They're, obviously, I, I, they're You can't ask. Th a three-year-old for consent. No, so you can't. No. You just add them as an authorized user. Which and that's what parents are doing in the legal aspect of it. But again, it ends up, we see the horror stories. And we've had people call the show, same thing happening. And my it's parents just, tanked my credit. What do I do? They yes. opened up cards in my name or added me as a user on this card. 
and it's affecting me financially. Yes. Yeah, there was a <sighs> um, a study by Carnegie Mellon, and this was in 2011. So again, it was a um, few years back, but found that children are uniquely vulnerable to identity theft. And in their analysis, more than 40,000 American children, researchers at their university found that 10% of them had someone else using their social security number. Oh, gosh. And then in 2021, a study came out uh, that found one in 50 U.S. children fall victim to identity theft every year, with 73% of victims being targeted by someone they know personally. Goodness, which is probably going to be a parent, an aunt, an uncle, yes. a brother, a sister. That's terrible. And so much of it is financially related, right? Selling your identity to open up accounts and credit cards. Yeah, and they say here... The founder of the law firm said the chief motivation behind these crimes was when a parent has had bad credit and is not able to make a debt-based purchase. There you go. And it says in most states, this is a crime, fraud, identity theft, misappropriation of funds are all possible charges a prosecutor could bring. Yep. So it's possible to go to court for this. But again, the costs of lawyer fees add up to where you're like, was this, I spent 10 grand to fight two grand. Was this worth it in the end? And a lot of stress. Sure. Emotional turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. And again- you want justice in every legal sense of the word, right? But um, but when you get down to it in the real world, it's like, oh my gosh, for somebody out there, her making $72,000 a year, it's like, is it Pay realistic for her on. to go and yeah, go and hire a lawyer and do all of this, you know, or do you pay it, close the accounts, have the threatening conversation with mom? Um, but yeah, some people see, some people choose the latter. So we'll see. Choose violence. <laughs> Never. All right. Up next, we have Bailey in Pittsburgh. Hey, Bailey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. And thank you to you too and your team for what you do. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. How can we help? So years ago, back when everything was paper, I, I you know, started following um, your dad at that time and then kind of got off track. And here recently in the last month, have just, you know, came back around and I'm trying to convince my husband to, you know, let's follow the program to a T, which means stopping our investing in our 401ks and things like that. Um, he's a numbers guy, so I thought he would get it, but I can't, it, it, he doesn't seem, he says that's leaving money on the table. And I'm saying, let's do it temporarily so we can pay off some debt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how much debt do you guys have? Um, around 40,000 on a vehicle, 7,500 on a credit card. And he's a numbers guy? Yeah. <laughs> Does he know what the APR is on that credit card? Uh, yeah. Does he know what yeah. that car will have costed him after all the payments and interest versus what it's worth after the term is over? I'm not the numbers person, and I've laid all that out, which if I can understand, that's what my frustration is. And I, I say to him, you know, we, we've done some things okay through our years. Like, for example, after this year, we'll have three children through college. We fully paid for that, so they're not coming out with debt. Yeah, it's you huge. Know, I feel very, How yeah, much I you guys make, Bailey? That. I'm sorry? How much you guys make a year? Household income? Um, uh, combined now, I just recently took a new job. So combined now, we're at two fifty. Woo! Well, yeah. I mean, you guys have the margin to, for sure, pause the investing and pay this off. I mean, I know you know that. 
Um, yeah, and, and, and at the end of the day too, Bailey, yeah. I'm like, and also the truth is, even if you guys continue to, you know, do, because how much are you putting in retirement now? He's he's maxing his, and I'm maxing mine, and that's what I'm saying to him. You know, let's just pause that. I'm not saying let's stop. Yeah, it. I'm just saying let's pause it, pay off some of this other stuff. Because that's right. You know, do you guys have money in savings? That. We have um, ten liquid cash, ten thousand liquid cash that I, you know, something happened. Out, yeah, could yeah. Well, and then the truth is, Bailey. Over time, you know, if you guys didn't pause it and you guys just threw some extra money and got this debt paid off, you're gonna be fine either way. My biggest red flag is that you guys are just not on the same page on your value system. So obviously, your passion is more on getting out of debt. And I would, and I would present not just the numbers home, but the why. Why is it for you, Bailey? Is it because it's stressing you out? Are you fearful? Do you see, oh my gosh, we're empty nesters now? And what we could be doing if we didn't have all these payments and, and I'm stressed that we're going to go deeper into debt because that's a part of our life, right? Explaining the why, not just the numbers to Helm, spouse to spouse is really important. So one of the topics that is really popular, I'd say in, in this line of work, George, but also in the world right now is real estate. And Hot so- topic. We are so excited to announce that Dave Ramsey has a brand new quick readout, which means it's a pretty short book. It's 70 you can finish seven, it over coffee. Yep, 70 pages. And it's called The Real Estate The Ramsey Way How to Make Home Ownership a Blessing, Not a Burden. And Dave has yeah, decades and decades of real estate knowledge, being an agent himself. Started at 18. Started at and 18. That's how he made his first few millions. Yep. Lost it all through real estate. Learned a lot. and Made it, it back largely through real estate, that's which right. is cool. That's right. What yep. a comeback story. All the way around. I know. 360. Just and, back, back. And in this book, Rachel, I love that from start to finish, you'll get a clear plan to help you buy, sell, and invest in ways that will let you build outrageous wealth and leave a legacy. There is a right way to do it. Home ownership is still possible in America today, and your home can be your biggest asset. It doesn't have to be complicated. We can do this the right way. Dave's yeah. going to show you how. So get your copy at RamseySolutions.com slash store. I know a lot of you are wanting to buy a home. You have people in your life who are wanting to buy a home or they're about to sell a home. They want to get into real estate investing. This yep. is a great gift to get for them as well. Yeah, for sure. And we want to yeah give hope that, that it is still possible, you guys, but we want you to do it the right way. So it is all here. So again, whether you're buying for your primary home, investing in real estate, all of it, real estate, the Ramsey way at RamseySolutions.com slash store. Up next, we have Mark in Minneapolis. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? Well, I wanted to know if you guys had dealt with any uh, anything like a promissory note um, being repaid. Um, it's uh, I have a promissory note kind of hanging over my head, about $26,000 from a previous job. Um, uh, the contract was, or I was supposed to stay there for two years, uh, left for personal reasons, uh, only had about three months left until the two years was up. Um, but now it's with an attorney and, uh, we just, we don't have anywhere near that amount of money to, to pay. I just don't know if you guys have ever heard of getting out of a promissory note or, or what do you think I, I should do? Well, I mean, this is a legal contract that you signed and it said, Hey, you get $26,000. What was this for? Relocation? Uh, re re yeah, relocation. Okay. Yeah. But and if you leave within the two years, you owe us this money back. Correct. And so yep. you broke that contract and there are consequences for breaking contracts. And one of those is you owe $26,000. So what happened to the 26? Did you spend it all? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we used it for a relocation. Went from from Texas uh, over here. So what made you leave three months was, before the contract was up? Uh, I, I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to honestly fulfill the, the duties of the role, and the travel just took too much time away from from my family, and I, I wanted to to be with the family. Okay, that's that's what I prioritized. Okay, um, but you knew you would owe this upon quitting. Like this wasn't a surprise. Somewhat, yeah. My, well, you. yeah. When I when I quit, my my boss said he he wasn't sure that they would actually um, do anything, but he didn't really know. And they enforced it. Yeah, it's with a with an attorney right now. And they've contacted you and and expecting some type of payment. Uh, correct. Yeah. Other than trying to settle and negotiate, there's no way to skirt around the law if you sign the contract. So your best bet is to go, listen, I don't have $26,000. Are you willing to negotiate a smaller payment to call this good? That's what I would do if I was in your shoes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any money saved, Mark? No, and uh, I'm sure we could talk for hours on, <laughs> on our situation, but yeah, we have no money. Okay. How much are you making a year now? Uh, I uh, I make 100 Okay. Does your wife work? Yeah, she makes um about sixty. Sixty, okay. So you take home pay one one sixty, um, household income. And what what other debt do you guys have? Um, quite a bit. I would say, uh, from credit cards to some consolidation loans, around a hundred. Okay, how much is in the credit cards? Um. Right now, only about fourteen thousand. Okay, and the remaining is a debt consolidation loan. Uh, yeah, like three of them. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Mark, you realize the decisions you guys have made up until this point with money not great, right? Do you, is that a consensus between you and your wife? Like how you guys have been doing money isn't working. Oh yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. okay. Um, and I hate that this 26,000 will be added to this list. I'm afraid it will be. I mean, there's nothing unless they will settle. Like George said, um, I think you guys are just going to be on a hard journey here for the next few years, digging yourselves out of these mistakes. And listen, Mark, nobody's perfect with money. So that's not a shameful thing. Like nobody's perfect. Right before you came on, we talked about how Dave went bankrupt, you know, and, and yeah. got foreclosed on by doing bad investment deals. So like ever, like from one extreme to the next, like, Nobody here is perfect, but also you have to realize, okay, what we've been doing isn't working. And so now we have to change not just our mindset around how we've been looking at money because it's not working, but we're going to change our habits. It's going to feel different. Our life is going to look different, but something has to change in order to get a different result. And you guys have to get at that point. We call it the sick and tired moments around here that people get to this point where like, I'm so done. I'm so done. And Mark, I hope this $26,000 you know, situation is the thing that just shakes you to your core that you're like, holy crap, I we can't keep doing this because so far you've tried debt consolidation, trying to move your stuff around for interest rates and for all the other reasons people do it. But you have to realize what's going to change your situation is you, Mark, you and your wife, not some company out there. And so that's going to take you guys learning a new set of principles and a new set of skills. Um, but that is very possible. And I want that for you as we sit here on this call and you have to want it for yourself. But um, but to answer, yeah, your question on why you called in, um, I, I don't think there's there's much you can do with the 26000 unless they'll settle. Or try to get on a payment plan of some sort to pay this over time. Okay. 
Yeah. But the good news is, Mark, you guys make $160,000. So let just lay out some napkin math for you. If you're able to live on a smaller portion of that and throw 50 a year at your debt, you're done. Two and a half years from now, you're completely debt-free, even the relocation money. Think about that. Yeah. That feels like a long time, but you could just sit around for two and a half years and continue to move around debt with consolidation loans, or we could really make some deep sacrifices and be done and have freedom in two and a half years and never touch debt again. That would be my goal for you personally. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. Well, the math says it's possible, but you have to believe it's possible, and then your actions have to follow. Okay. So that's the plan. There's no way around it. I'm sorry you're going through this. It stinks, but I hope it's the wake-up call you needed to go. we got to clean our life up. Yeah, and, and stay on the line, Mark. Austin will pick up, and we're going to give you Financial Peace University, which is our seven-lesson course, and Every Dollar Premium, which is our budgeting app, which is going to help you guys look at your lifestyle and say, hey, we're we're doing nothing. Like we say beans and rice, rice and beans. You don't go out to eat. You don't go on vacation. You do nothing. And there's going to be an extremeness to all of this because, I mean, 14000 in credit card debt, for the most part, I'm going to assume, Mark, that, yeah, a lot of that's just the lifestyle creep of like, we're just going to continue to live and spend where we want. And, and, and you have to get to the point, you say, all that's done. All that's done. And it's a hard line in the sand. You cut up the credit cards tonight. You and your wife sit down together, cut them up, be done with this, Mark. Be done with this. I mean, I, I I can only imagine the stress that you guys were in already with 100K in debt. And then you get this call from this attorney Surprise. of this, yeah, relocation, you know, fee that's, that's that cost that's owed now, um, which legally it is owed. And so I, I want this to be your wake up call. I, we can't force that on on this side of of the desk. We are not lawyers, we want, so we, good we luck want, with that. We part. want it for you, though. We want you and your wife and your family to experience freedom. Like it's life's too short, Mark, to be living like this. And I think that for for a lot of you out there, it just takes it, it takes an extreme mindset shift, though, and an extreme way of looking at something so different than how you've always looked at it. And that's one of the hardest parts, George, for people. It's just the change. Like it's going to feel uncomfortable not living with credit cards. Oh, you were enjoying extreme spending, and now it's it, extreme sacrifice. Yes, and, and it's gonna it's gonna feel off. It's, it feels like you're going backwards. But I'm telling you, if you stick to this, watch these videos in Financial Peace University. Do the every dollar budget, you and your wife together, and in two and a half years, as George laid out the math, you guys can be done and have a whole new set of, set of skills with for investing and building wealth and changing your family tree. So we're cheering for you, Mark. Thanks for the call. Thanks to all the gentlemen in the booth keeping the show afloat. And thanks to you, George. Thank you. Thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show.